shining a beacon on the bazaar. Nice to have a little stroll around Kraken Cove graveyard, isn't I, it? I've never had a poke around here. It's fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Wow. There's a lot of them, isn't there? There's fucking bit too many. Have they all carted? I think it's... Well, let me have a think. Last count I saw, there's about 1,287 different graves in Kraken Cove oh, graveyard. Yeah, so yeah. That's a lot. of great turnover, isn't it? I didn't think Lighthouse were that old yeah. either, really. Let's have a quick look at this one here. This is a fairly recent one. This is Jimmy McPhee. Oh, yeah. Don't know Jimmy McPhee. Never no. heard of him before. It says uh, Jimmy McPhee, lighthouse man, um, born 1955, died 1978. Yeah, not very old, is it? It says, it says something underneath here. Let me move this grass out of the way. Oh, yeah. Died a nasty, violent death at the lighthouse. Oh. Well, that's a bit of a weird thing to put on a graveyard, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> a bit specific, isn't it? All right, here's another one. Here's another one. Like, um, Tony Smith. Oh, Tony right, Smith. Tony Smith, right. Tony Smith there, right, let's have a little look at him. Well, I didn't know the numbers here, he died, you know, all right. Are you younger than all? Yeah, younger than all, yeah. He said, Lighthouse Man, he was Lighthouse Man, oh, that's yeah, nice. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it says underneath the, on the, it says, got completely fucked up. Oh! Oh, no. Died young like, and got, got completely, completely fucked up. up. Yeah. Mm. Well, let me have a look at this one, let's change his tune. Yeah. Michael, Michael McFinnigan, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Died. Wait, let me tie up. Twenty-four year old. Bloody hell, fire! What were he? What were his job? Lighthouse man. No, oh, right, that's uh, good, isn't it? How did he? Do? He fell all the way down the stairs and got completely fucked up. Oh no! Ooh, all the way down those stairs. The way <laughs> well, I mean, it's not very comforting in a way. This sort of like the crack and coal uh, graveyard, but we're not in it yet fully, are we? Not permanent yeah, residents. Yeah, no, yeah, not residents in here, man. It's a graveyard. Yeah. I don't want to be resident in here. Why do me and you get ourselves settled on top of one of these tombs? That's nice. Why do we do a bit of casting? Oh, have you got so? I have because I'm an. It's Crack and Cove, the podcast that shines the beacon onto the bazaar. And I'm Matt. I'm Benny. And we're the resident lighthousemen at the moment yeah. of the mysterious Crack and Cove uh, uh, lighthouse. And we're in amongst all the other lighthousemen here. All the rest of them has ever been, they're all here. Surrounded by a man. Yeah, but it's kind of comforting, I think. Yeah. This is where we're going to end up at some point or <laughs> another. <laughs> Let's get his plot sorted at the end. Yeah, well, there's not much room, to be fair, there is isn't there? He seems completely full. <laughs> <laughs> it must be quite, I bet it's a, a dangerous sort of like a profession, profession, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, with the gales blowing and the storms and them stairs. And them stairs, yeah. and you've got to change light all the time, exactly. or mercury up there and yeah. things like that, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is, but you know, I like it, I wouldn't swap it for the world. I wouldn't. It is what it is, I It think. is what it is, yeah. exactly, you know what I mean? So I think what we're going to do is uh, let's let's come get some fabulous stories, a bit of weird trivia, odd news. And that'd that be nice. Yeah, that'd so, be nice. So, so let's get casting. Why? Right then, so the first boat out of the harbour today mm. is going to be a mystery sarcophagus has been found in Notre Dame. 
Wow. Now, what's happened? I don't know if everybody remembers, but there was a massive fire a few years ago, wasn't there? You know what I mean? Oh, the war, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. And it, it completely fucked up Notre Dame. Right. Now, this was, it was, it, obviously, it was terrible. You know, the things yeah. that were lost and destroyed and broken were just sort of like, you know, unsort of like replacing. Yeah. The upside is they found loads of new stuff they didn't know was there. So just like under floors and yeah, stuff like, and know, behind like, walls and wow. things like this. You know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look a little bit deeper into this to yeah, find out yeah. the rest of the things because I know. In fact, it was even in the news. I think it was yesterday. Mm. They found even more stuff. I think there was a Radio Four special on it. Wow. The weird things that they found in there. Uh, so what is it? Notre Dame? Is it like a cathedral? Or big something? cathedral. Big yeah. cathedral. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's just a mass. I mean, you have actually been in it when you were little. Yeah. Um, but you won't remember because you're dizzy little. <laughs> <laughs> Anything before I was uh, 39, I can't remember how <laughs> Not much after. <laughs> it's, it's hazy. Oh, it's just a big blur. Big blur running around with shit on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, talk to me about Unchbacks first. Let's get Unchbacks out of the way. That's all made up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a fictitious book by Victor Hugo. Ah, That's the one. Yeah. Uh, but he did, another, he did another book. I think he was called The Man Who Smiled. All right. And I can't get this out of my head, this book by Victor Hugo. Because it's basically about a guy who was a, 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 like, um, a jester. All right. But back in the day when they used to mutilate people, they sort of permanently mutilated. And they thought it was funny. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so what I've had, this was the man who smiled. It was basically what it was. uh, They slit the sides of his mouth when he was a child. Chelsea smiled. Yeah, so he's in in stitched up in a way that it was a permanent grotesque grin. Oh, God. And that's how he kind of earned his living as this freak sort of thing. You know what I mean? As a jester. So people think, oh, there's a funny man. Look, he's smiling all the time. Jesus. You know what I mean? Uh, and and I, I can't get that out of my head. That is awful. It really yeah. is awful, isn't it? Ooh, Bleak, it, isn't it? I've seen those ones where he's like in Russia circuses or something. You, know, like you get a baby and put him in a jar. Yeah, <laughs> I've stuff like, like that, you know. Jesus, what are you doing? But funnily enough, actually, that particular um, story, uh, The Man Who Smiled, yeah, yeah. and that, the actual... Well, it was played a part in the film originally, right? and when you look at that picture of the guy as it is, this huge vile grin all the time uh. that was the model for the joker ah oh he's um, Batman, you know, yeah because there's another it's not called the man who smiled is it that film it's something like is it something to do with london or something oh no you mean that one with the grotesque yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i mean and when it was played in the film it's, it's not like he's in the shadow a lot and you can't see his smile you just see yeah. his eyes yeah. and then you come leering out and he's got these <laughs> oh, big gone full of teeth yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah he's, that's that's that that's that particular thing but no so we're going back to the hunchback um it was just it was just a story. It was ah, a story right. he wrote, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Better. I'm better at yeah, yeah, well, that's so good, weird, you know, yeah. It would have been on back of my mind. So what they've decided to do, they found this sarcophagus. Yeah. yeah. They didn't know it was there, they don't know who it is of. Yeah. Uh, and they've decided to to uh, open it. But they reckon it could be from about the fourteenth century. So do wow. not know what could be in this lead sarcophagus. Lead as well. Yeah, so it's fully sealed. Yeah, yeah. I mean Anything could be in there. A hunchback could be in there. No, you could tell by the shape of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. It wasn't a humpty-backed coffin. (laughs) (laughs) Leg peeking out of it. So they hadn't opened it then? They hadn't opened it yet. But I just think, what's your thoughts on opening stuff like that from that era? 
it's always a bit of a disappointment, I think. You get all revved up for it, like it's going to be something good. It'd be fucking empty or something. Well, the shit. founder, what was, it, what was the name of the king of the founder? Was it? it was, um, that one in Car Park? Yeah, the founder, yeah. Like, king of the Car Park kind of thing. Yeah. Didn't they? And that's the weirdest thing. That's actually an ancient king's burial. That is the founder. Yeah, yeah. So they could, what they could open this, they could find something completely good, but release something unholy, couldn't they? Ooh, in a lead line coffin. So it's Paris, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, it yeah. Yeah, there could be a plague victim that could unleash some yeah. sort of viral disease on people. Ooh. When you they're know, opening it, then is that soon? They're opening it soon. It should be uh, open any time soon. So it's like I'm hoping it'll be able to get back to the cover. Yeah, yeah. This is why it's just a little bit of a preemptive. Yeah. You know, hey, see what happens. See what happens. Yeah, you know, what yeah. I mean, so you heard it here first at the cover that they're going to open this coffin. Like, yeah. it might just be a bag of bones in there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's just all rattling around inside. Mm. Or it could be something a little bit more nefarious and strange. Ooh. So let's uh, let's watch this space. Yeah, keep us peepers on that one, Aki. like an old death I think it would be sort of 14th century sort of thing you know yeah, what I mean yeah. but let's go to a more recent strange death now it's something I really really like right it's like you know May Day celebration yeah I do like, yeah because yeah, it's really keeping some ancient traditions even though we yeah. probably don't understand half of it yeah. and of course a lot of those ones one of the more famous ones that we've seen is obviously the Wicker Man oh, where you yes. see all that parades and stuff yeah, like that yeah. and can you remember any of the sort of outfits that people were wearing on that Oh, right, but in the actual film itself. Yeah. It seems like really straw skirts type stuff, like robes. I can't really remember them, no. Well, there was one which is very famous, which is the Hobby Horse. You know, yeah. the Hobby Horse. Ah, which, yeah. which is like a large, sort of drum shaped, sort of like body of a horse with a big horse's head, and it sort of rears up and where it goes down <laughs> and stuff. And that's like a really big one, is that? But what's happened is, there's been a woman who was. Um, health worker and mother of two, Laura Smallwood, right? She'd been enjoying a family day out at the festival at, or the May Day, uh, the May Day celebrations at Padstow down in Cornwall. Nice. You know, they were there, yeah, right? Yeah. And the costume was a 50 pound costume. That's the weight of it, right? I thought, how much it cost? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for a full outfit. So it's a pretty heavy outfit, 50 pound yeah. in weight. That's pretty heavy as that, you know what I mean? And it's so, anyway, this guy was wearing it and so of course he's like masked up, he can hardly see, right? Yeah. He's swinging around. And he's twatted her with the out with the oh, outfit shit. with the horse's head hit her, broken her neck and killed her. Oh Jesus, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> wow! You can't help but think it might be oh, done on purpose, wow. can you? What a sacrifice. Yeah. Ooh, the hobby horse as well. The hobby horse has got her, right? Ooh, I bet that was bad though, innit? You know, I hate stuff like that on an event when it's all suddenly goes sour. Yeah, well apparently saying like Cox said the man uh, this is a who's Cox? Andrew Cox, a senior Cornwall Lyle of Silly Coroner, right? Oh, yeah. He said that the um he said the man that was carrying the costume or wearing the costume, you know, said that um that the uh, the bloke where it was Kevin Constance, and he said he was not drunk and did not recall tripping, but fell backwards onto his backside. So I think it was all in that full action. Yeah. But what's happened is when it's hit her, it hasn't actually um, it hasn't actually uh, broken her neck. It's torn an artery in her neck. Ugh, so, so she's had a massive out. fucking hemorrhage or oh, something. Crikey. Can you imagine the fucking scenes no, of that? Oh, I can't. All that blowing up like a grape. <laughs> 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 I'm going purple. 
Oh, oh absolutely nasty. awful. On that day as well, yeah. probably. When went that in? Ain't even fucking May yet. How come that? Is that last year? I then? think it was from last year. It was yeah. It was it was it was last year. It was actually 2019 it happened, but I think there's been a long, drawn-out inquest yeah, into it, yeah. you know. And this is a final sort of, like, realisation and the, 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 the rule, what happened, you know, the final ruling on what occurred. Right. It was an accidental death. Shit. But the coroner down there would say that, wouldn't he? I bet he oh, covers it all uh, up. Yeah, they're all, like, fucking... I bet it happens every year. <laughs> but I bet that horse just twats them every year. And everyone goes, <laughs> yeah, yes! that's what they all dance about. Yeah, they? that's it, because what stays in Padstow, you know, God. what goes on in Padstow stays in yeah, Padstow, yeah. doesn't it? You this, know? There's a good, is it Baron in Elmet near Leeds? Baron Elmet, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. still got a maple there. That's supposed to be a really fucking ancient Isn't one. That, yeah, it's supposed to be like big celebrations every yeah, year. The thing there. is, like, we didn't do anything like that as kids, right? Yeah. Everybody else did. Yeah. You know, like they all did maple dancing. Every, yeah, people did. We did because oh. we, we were in Catholic school, so we had our own uh, witchcraft. So, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but everyone else who went to what's like Church of England schools, loads of them. You, you find out, ask people who didn't go, do you say, did you do maple? Oh, they go, oh, yeah, we had a maple at school. Shit. Pop that up for May Day, we all did a bit of dancing with ribbons. They should keep all the mix of some really weird ones, didn't they? Is it, do they? Do the dark face off on some of them on May Day? It's yeah, nothing to do they, with dark faces, it's some other thing, isn't it? They, they've been, been doing it, they've stopped it here now. Yeah. You know, because it is it is a bit of a straight blacking up. It's a bit, a it's bit outside, ass, it? but I don't think you're up to do with blacking. It was something else, the tradition, but which is a shame. But I can see why. You know, yeah, <laughs> it, it, well, it, well, I think no, I mean, you, like, say, you've got sort of like a load of sort of like tourists and stuff like that, especially these places. They go, oh, this yeah. is lovely. Let's go yeah. look like, at the Oh my god, everyone's <laughs> got blacked up. <laughs> and what's with Paul? Is that supposed to be like phallic or anything? Or? I believe so. Yeah. I think it's going to be stripy cock. Dance around the wanger. Yeah, yeah. yeah tight full of ribbons and yeah. yeah. I, think, I think there's loads of these things. I think a lot of it is um, is lost to history. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the, the whole thing as well. These parades were just originally called guising, right. or there's a strange thing called the mummers play. So why? Right, uh, yeah. which was um, in, in the in, it's almost like the mummer is is now being turned into the word mine. Right, yeah. So it's yeah. from that originally, you know, the, the, the to, yeah, mum's the word, mummy, in a way. I mean, it could be, yeah, 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 that's it, yeah, yeah, that's it. But the, there was other, all, they all had different characters, and they all interacted in very particular ways. Yeah. But what they'd do is they'd come around to your house, so they'd come, or the, so the geysers and mummers would come around to your house, yeah, knock yeah. on your door. You'd have to let them in. Yeah. Then they'd perform these weird little pantomime plays which were quite mysterious in yeah. your house and then yeah. you had to either feed them or, or give them drink yeah. or give them some money and then they leave and if he didn't it was like immensely bad luck you oh, know right. so these guys would do that would chase it around like mad you know because yeah. I mean? it is like there's the last bits of the pagan bit yeah. in it really that we've it's just totally forgotten it's always really weird to me that we have forgotten completely what a pagan is and you know the druids and all that sort yeah. of stuff before it's just it's, it's lost yeah, to time I, I, well it's lost to time but i also think i also think it's um it's been done by the church the church has got rid of oh, as much I, as possible of yeah, all these yeah. things you know it's like just scrubbing it it's like easter yeah i mean easter itself is just basically pagan but yeah. now they just stick all the christian sort of symbolism all over it yeah. and next thing you know what you got you know it's, it's all the fucking things. mars barring that's what you got <laughs> and no, no one fucking eats Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most disappointing thing on Oh, that. they're just so fucking throw them all away. When you see them at supermarkets, like fucking January and shit. Do you remember what you used to do with the chocolate? <laughs> butter <laughs> oh, I did it. <laughs> yeah, you said putting all your eggs, Easter eggs, and then you had a big corn in your head. <laughs> 
I hate Easter that much, that's why. <laughs> Fuck Easter. Yeah, I, I, I quite like Easter as a sort of time. But I, I totally agree with it, like all the old the old ways we should try and remember as many Absolutely. as possible. They need to be documented and kind of studied now before it all I, I think there's a lot of people doing it. I think a lot of people are studying and trying to get these things, trying to save these old traditions and stuff yeah. like that. But I think a lot of them have been muddied so much now. That it is, it's, yeah. it's fucking dead, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's so much of our history that you just don't know about because yeah. it's just been wiped out. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean that's cancelled. That's what he's been. Yeah, yeah, it's it has been cancelled. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's weird why they do things, and it's odd because it's. I mean, even when you think about it, talking about history and stuff, they they, they found like loads of old trenches and stuff in somewhere. I think it was in France and that. Yeah, and they had to excavate them and treat them like uh, they were excavating like a, like would a Roman villa, same sort of yeah. thing. Because they were finding things that they didn't know what they were for. Yeah. They were finding things. They were finding evidence for a life that was only hundred odd years ago. Which some of it appeared in sort of cine films and things, yeah, yeah. where we had poets writing about it and people writing about. It. Still didn't know loads of the history of only a hundred years ago. God, it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? It's how well documented that was. It's just yeah, bizarre, you'd have thought they'd just been know everything about it. But so you go back hundred or two hundred years, yeah. and you know you, you you're already in areas where you're sort of like we don't know what's going on, and we don't know what the, the idea was of all this. You know, yeah. it's bizarre. You know, it's fucking bizarre. I just, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. We just don't know. <laughs> It's completely a mystery, you know. But I think a lot of those things that they were doing, you know. But this is what's interesting now when you do actually sort of dig things up and find it. Because my one of my main sort of forms of interest is in um, a couple of ring stones around sort of like yeah, uh, you do like yeah, old stone, yeah, yeah, we do that, so, you know. So like we have we have got a book coming out, you know, obviously, Ooh. or we have a book out, should I say? Yeah, yeah. Plug it, plug it. Can't remember the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage. <laughs> I just did not draw in. <laughs> well, there's a book out, yeah. There's a book out, there's a book out, yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, it, it, and everyone says, oh, it's just art, it's rock art, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But the reality is, they don't know what it was. So yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a, but you get some people sort of, sort of absolute fruit loops flying off the handle, turning around and saying, oh, well, it's rock art, and it's looking at this hill on the hillside over here that looks like a naked lady laying down. And oh, it's, yeah. you're thinking, you don't know what the fucking Yeah, word. yeah, you're just fucking yeah. guessing. It's like that, is it Swastika Stone up Bill Clay? That's yeah. a fascinating one, isn't it? Because you look at it and you think, what the fuck is that? It's yeah. like some celestial kind of look to it. Well, or some I, naked lady. I, I think, to actually, the, the, the Swastika Stone isn't a as old as the other stuff. All right. It's there's every chance that the swastika stone. And what this is, I mean, obviously people think about a swastika and think what? Yeah. And um, the swastika pattern is a very ancient pattern which yeah. was, uh, originated in like the Indian subcontinent. Is a place where that re- really stacked to come yeah, from. Yeah, I've heard of Tibetan. That's right, sort yeah. of thing. You know that that kind of thing. So and it, a lot of a lot of other um, religions revere it as a sacred symbol and that's why it was stolen by the, the Nazis as their symbol, yeah. you know, made into this ugly thing, but they reversed there, so the original swastika yes, yeah. is the other way around so up on Ilkley Moor there's a stone carved with a swastika, an original sort of ancient looking swastika, yeah. and there is a few around the world of swastika stones, uh, yeah. there is a couple more kicking about uh, of this same design and they know the roughly the age of those is around the Roman era. Uh, so because the Romans did have a an encampment in the Wharf Valley down there, yeah, yeah. Uh, they think actually what's happened is there's, uh, they've gone up and just might even have seen some of the other carved stones. Yeah, so thought, thought oh, put our stamp on we'll it. We'll put our stamp on it, yeah, so they uh, put theirs never on it. never heard that. And in Adol Woods, which is yes. also quite near the cove, yeah, I've yeah. gone looking and I found um, a carving of an ancient Roman god 
wow. woods there. Yeah, it's, it's not not my discovery. It has been discovered somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. It's only little. Yeah. But it is, and it's it's in style. It's got a very similar look to the swastika stone. Yeah. But it is out there. These Roman carvings are out there. With all the carvings, is there ever a cock and balls? Um, no. There's never a cock and balls. <laughs> 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 oh well. Well, no, no. Let me change that around. Yes, in the Roman stuff there is. He's there. Oh yeah, massive. Well, if you think about it, what we said before about the Roman god that started off as being the gnomes. Oh, he had a massive wagon. Yeah, yeah, he? that's yeah, a yeah. Priapus sort of yeah, thing, you know. Yeah. It, he and he was known as like the, but but what in a lot of the Roman graffiti, yeah. there is cock and ball graffiti wow. in like places like Pompeii. Jesus. And these, you know, these, these are like writings in Latin saying, like, you know, Romanus Dictus is an absolute wanker sort of thing. Yeah, they do, yeah, do have yeah. like these That's things. That, they do have proper graffiti there. Yeah. Well, only in uh, Thailand, there's, there's um, because it were the boundaries of Cambodia. You know how they kind of change all the time. Oh, right, Basically, yeah. where I last was from, it used to be Cambodian, and you know, it's all changed. But there's a series of temples at a certain day of the week. Oh, sorry, certain day of the year. Uh, the sun shines through all these temples yeah. at the same time. It kind of like does this weird. You know, like, like Indiana Jones. It's basically, yeah. yeah. But it's an absolutely beautiful place. You know, massive staircase you kind of go up, and it, it, the size of it was just enormous on top of this hill. And we're, we're walking around here, just every part of the wall is all intricately carved. And yeah. All what sort of age is that? I don't, I ain't got... Brand new? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> concrete. What of it concrete? <laughs> Great parking. Well, we have found one that in, in the in British Isles. I can't tell you exactly where it is. Um, I'll try and find a link to it. Yeah. But there is a building. I think it's Copped How, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, another one I think is the, the, the people refer to it as being like a smithy or something, like an ancient smithy. It's not, it's like not an ancient smithy or a forge. It's a different, more of a religious sort of uh, temple. Yeah, but yeah. there, that has the same thing. Uh, at the at the equinox of so-and-so day, the sun will shine through this thing yeah. onto these rocks. And we'll do that alignment thing yeah, that you're yeah, referring yeah. to. But well, well, this one, it shines through. There's a massive wanger in the middle of it. You know <laughs> I mean? And you give it a little rubbing there. It's all worn down with all people rubbing this. Is it yours? Yeah. <laughs> I just got it next to it. Rub a white one for good luck. <laughs> all I can say in time. Yeah. Rub a white one for good luck. <laughs> Yeah, these ancient traditions. I mean, like we've discussed before about the the traditions of having um, people think that that yew trees are in and cemeteries in in churchyards yes. because yeah. they think, oh well, it's it's it had some sort of pagan significance. Well, yeah. it obviously did, and as we have discussed before, it isn't a question of the church being having trees planted by it. Yeah. They've built the trees by the yew. They've built the churches by the yew trees. Yeah, the yeah. yew trees were there first. They're far more ancient, God. and a lot of them. Potentially could have been actually planted by druids. Wow! So they 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 planted these trees. People turn up to these particular area where the trees were yeah. and worship there. Christians come along and think, mm, knock up a church. If I just build a church there, yeah. they'll still come to that area. Rainy day, you're gonna look, go inside, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. Have, yeah. have a way for yeah. it. Have a slurp. And if you if you look now, you do see still a lot of of, of pagan iconography. He's in churches, yeah. and one of the most prominent ones is actually a Sheila and the gig. Oh, aye. And I think we've, we've I think we've discussed a shield in the gig before. We might have done before. I have no clue. We've never heard it in the yeah. life. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's a, a it's a female figure, yeah. right? And she's bending over, or she's pulling her legs up, sort of like so. Her face is looking between her knees at you, right? All right. 
and she's pulling up in a massive fan. Is she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. And that's called the Sheila and the Gig. And that is, Jeez. and they they actually are in churches. They're carved Whoa. into some churches. So you're looking around, everything religious. There's also like the, the stations of the cross. <laughs> There's a massive yeah. cloud, a big yawning, <laughs> yawning donkey. <laughs> So little baby Jesus, like yawning donkey. <laughs> we did say he came in a town on a donkey. Yeah. Just say. <laughs> he literally did come on. What on. nasty thing to say, referring to women's lovely parts of the yawning donkey. <laughs> like the mouth of a tired dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> But we, I will, I will, I will find some evidence of Sheila and the Gigs. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, and in fact, it was PJ Harvey. She sang a great song. We should call oh, Sheila yeah. and the Gig. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Jesus, I haven't yeah. seen her for an age. I don't know what she's doing, but she's still, a still, still performing, still knocking no, out brilliant things. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant music. But um, but yes, yeah, so I will we'll get some Sheila and the Gig things on there. And I, I might yeah. start, find a few pictures of, like mummers and geysers, yeah. and I'll put a picture of a hobby horse up on our uh, Instagram. Yeah, so the killer that is the hobby horse. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. So you know, you be careful when you go to these little fairs and festivals and things because exactly. they're always looking for a sacrifice. Exactly. <laughs> Is that the actual day to do it then, Mayday? If you want to do a nice sacrifice, that's right. Yeah. Mm. So it's not. Oh, it's no, no, that's, that's the day to do a Mayday celebration. I'm not saying they did a bloody. <laughs> you you would have seen it. Uh, it was uh, St George's Day just gone. You know what I mean? And, it's, it, and they did a proper full blown St George's Day parade in a, a town near us called Morley. Uh, and Morley's a funny place. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, like I say, you never leave Morley. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's and, and, and it just looked, it looked really racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might not have been, but there's yeah. just something about St. George's. There day, is now. It's got a whiff of the racist yeah, on it. Yeah. Half, yeah, yeah, so you can yeah. keep it. Oh, I just bypass it. I don't bother yeah. about it anymore. Yeah. I mean. Just look after St. Patrick's Day because you can get arsehole. Exactly. It's <laughs> a lot better celebration. Yeah. Yes. Cheers! <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you might want to put on a little outfit, you know what I mean, like that, you know, like a bit of a tra traditional outfit, you might want to do that for May Day, or, you know, even for St George's, you might want to dress up as a racist knight or something <laughs> or like that. Or a dragon? Yeah, dress up uh, as like a dragon. Like a little dragon outfit, <laughs> yeah. that nice. Or just drag. <laughs> <laughs> put some drag on. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a go. Yeah, I think it'd be alright, that sort of thing. You know, there's, there's an incident that's gone wrong here, I think, Ooh. with little outfits. And this is a guy called... Uh, Jose Alberto. Nice name. He's a good name, isn't he? You know what I mean? It's a, but unfortunately, for he's been found dead. Uh-oh. Poor Jose Alberto. And he was found dead, right, after having had sex with a scarecrow. Oh, God. That he dressed up in a wig, lipstick, and a strap-on sex toy. Oh. 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 So there's a... Oh, <laughs> The rotting remains of Jose Alberto <laughs> were discovered in his home after neighbours reported a foul smell coming from the building. Mm. And police had to sort of smash the way into his house in San Jose de Balcar in, in uh, eastern Argentina right. and was stunned to discover the 58-year-old shepherd lying oh. dead. And next to him lay a scarecrow that had been dressed up as a woman but wearing a strap-on sex top. Oh, God, that's a kink, innit? You know what I mean? Goes for a woman but with the strap-on. Well... 
Yeah. He says, I initially thought of the uh, Rodolfo More, a spokesman for the prosecutor, said, I initially thought there were two bodies, but then I realised one was a scarecrow <laughs> wearing lipstick and long-haired wig. Ugh. And he says he was lying next to the deceased, and he had a six-inch strap-on penis. So they've gone to the trouble of measuring the rubber wanger. <laughs> yeah, could I have the girth as well, Arkin? <laughs> <laughs> was it as thick as your wrist? Was it like a Coke can? <laughs> as well this, this poor bloke I mean, he, he obviously had a budget because uh, he, yeah. he could afford the dick yeah, yeah. when it came to the actual woman side of things uh. he's thinking he couldn't get like he couldn't get a rubber sex ass, could he I tell you what that must be terrifying when you're really going hell for leather at it with scarecrow wobbling all over with air <laughs> rattling out yeah. like Wurzel Gummidge <laughs> with wobbly head in that oh god <laughs> yeah. well, oh he's backing up well, on I it can't be, oh my god <laughs> Oh, that, that is the thing. I mean, and afterwards as well, once you finally shot your bolt, right? And you look down, and you're on a scarecrow. You've got its fucking rubber dick stuck right up in you. You've got to slide off it. You'll be able to look at it, right? Would you? You'd have to throw it straight out the window. We just drag out, sticks it back in field until next time we dick out. Because there's no birds in that field, is there? No. no birds Can you imagine you just perched on dick. <laughs> Big crow. crow. <laughs> Oh, God. And at what point do you start thinking, I'm feeling really fucking randy. Yeah. I'm going to get the scarecrow out. Oh, he's dark. Why didn't he just rubber himself off with a toy? Why did you have to get scarecrow involved? <laughs> <laughs> involved? <laughs> Poor scarecrow. I'm, I know, wig and all. Like, I mean, yeah. The thing is, you can tell when it's in field. <laughs> Just doing its job as normal, right? and then he sees Jose well, coming across oh, again. Oh fuck! He's trying to get away like mad. Like wasn't it like Wizard of Oz? <laughs> if only like he didn't have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if I only had a vein, <laughs> you shall have one. Big blue one. Strap it up. A good six inches. <laughs> oh God, Jose! Uh, it's not good, is He's it? Dark. Really dark. I mean, you weren't doing any How did he die you? then? Heart attack by the sounds of things. Oh. Wait for the results of an autopsy and they said, they said he was a loner. And, and the make out, it was really weird because he didn't have a mobile phone. Oh. But then again, I suppose if he did, he'd be looking at some proper porn rather than sort of like. Yeah, scarecrow. Shagging yeah. a scarecrow. I don't think he's that odd. Is it Argentina Shepherd not having a mobile phone? Or no, I think he's That ain't the that. worst thing in the story, though. That, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't the thing that surprised me, really. Like. <laughs> About the fucking. Not really. Did I have a phone? The weird bastard. Really strange. How odd. Hello. What am I? I'm right here. <laughs> Lipstick on a wig and dick. Fucking okay, no. oh. hell. Have another look. That bit when you're dying, though, you're thinking, oh, not now. You're trying to kick it Fucking hell. Oh, nightmare. Bring ambulance. I ain't got a mobile. I've got that a lot of times when I've been cracking up and looking at something a bit weird. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. Sweet baby Jesus. No, no. No, no. Don't let the kids save me like this. With full pegs on and everything. Weird shit. Oh, 
So unfortunately, the worst worst thing that could have ever happened to Jose has happened. Yeah, and maybe done. the best thing. Maybe we went out smiling. You never know. That decomposed. You could have had a lot of jobs. <laughs> Rotting to death. It was sex scarecrow. Isn't for the best. Oh God, that's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> it's not uh, good finding it as well. Oh God, no. It's a scarecrow. Oh, <laughs> let's bleak. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on then, right, from Scarecrows. Let's move swiftly yes. on, right, to something a lot more comforting. Ooh. Clowns. I don't know, I'm alright with clowns, me. Are you? Absolutely fine. Even watching John Wayne Gacy thing at the moment, fine with clowns. Oh, well, I might, well, I might have a watch of that. Yeah, it's good. That. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got some really good stuff I've never seen before. Yeah. You're just like, oh, God, where have they got this from? Yeah. I, I think it must be like 50 years since the event, because there's loads of new shit in it. Ah, right, I see. Yeah. So, right, but, well, this is weird. This is actually not your ordinary clown. Ooh. And this is something I've read about just on the outskirts saying that I've heard about, but I've never sort of really looked into it. Then I thought, sort of link it. Oh, I've got to click that and find out. Because this is the Sandown Clown. Sandown Clown. And the Sandown Clown was a strange being encountered by two young children vacationing at Lake Common, Sandown, in the Isle of Wight in May 1973. Now, this is the thing I found really weird. They, they heard the sound of what like was like an ambulance siren. <laughs> so, they walked, so they followed the sound of the kids. Yeah. And the children wandered away across a footbridge over a stream and met a curious, unidentifiable being that had been described as a cross between a clown, a robot, and an alien. Haven't we covered something like this before? Um, I don't think it was. I'm, I'm sure we have. Have we? Yeah, carry on with it though, so you might have yeah. had some more. Because I remember they didn't they got a little box or something, you came out of a little box. <laughs> oh no, um, it, well, I don't know, it might have done. It might have done, maybe if we have covered it before, we'll, we'll, we'll have another little cover of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> because I, we, Tuck me up in it, cover me, Arky. He said it was a, despite standing over two metres in height, the sand down clown had more or less normal human proportions. Two arms, two legs, and a round head with identifiable facial features. The similarities to a normal human end there, however. The being's head was described as being far too large for its otherwise thin frame. <laughs> Big wobbly head. And shaped like a nearly perfect sphere. <laughs> right? Its skin was very white and had the consistency of paper while its hands and feet possessed only three digits each. Do you know something I'm thinking? I'm remembering a little bit. Yeah, this. It's, this more is a bit more detailed. it's more detailed, yeah. And its face seemed to have been crudely painted onto the surface of its head. So the, so the face was painted onto this big, big yeah, ball yeah. head. That Frank Sidebottom, isn't it? Well, that's it. It's a bit. <laughs> Two blue triangles seemingly represented the eyes, while a flat brown rectangle served as the nose. And its mouth had thin yellow lips shaped like an oval, which did not move at all when it spoke or ate. Wow. Its hair hung down beneath its hat in sparse, frizzled, reddish-brown strands. And two wooden antennae stuck out the sides of its head, while more wooden slat-like antennae uh, extended from its wrist and ankles. Fucking wow. 
weird. It's weird, Wood. isn't it? Wooden antennae. That's yeah. going to be shit, isn't it? It seemed to be wearing some type of clown costume which consisted of a tall pointed hat with a black knob or bobble on top. Ooh. And a high-coloured suit of red and green to which the hat was at first attached, but was later removed by the being to show its white and apparently balding scalp. Oh, that's nice of him, isn't it? Have a look yeah, at this, have a look kids. at this. Oh. Yeah. It wore dark blue gloves and its feet were bare. The suit's trousers and sleeves were long and frilly. Whether the wooden antennae were part of the costume or part of the being's body, it's not known. <laughs> now... It was also carrying a microphone or tannery system right, through which it spoke and which is believed to be the source of the ambulance-like siren heard by the children. Oh my god, it's fucking nightmare It lived in a two-story hut or shack in a wooded area of the lake whose walls were papered with blue green dial patterns and whose <laughs> floors were metallic <laughs> and it had a six-inch collar <laughs> and it liked to fuck shepherds. <laughs> Have you got any shepherds? <laughs> I'm horny, horny, horny. <laughs> I will fuck you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a mobile phone? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking up. Can you imagine how things might be different if that fucking shepherd had rocked up instead of this? <laughs> I've got this one. I'm just quitting it up for a bit. What's happening? I don't know. It sounds funny. Oh god, this is awful. Help me! Help me! Get the hell off it! Oh no! It's a... Oh dear. The hut also contained rough wooden furniture, which was described as being similar to a table and a set of chairs. Now, the clown being's demeanour seemed shy but friendly. It told the children it was frightened of humans. Oh, or shepherds specifically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's history, isn't it? <laughs> and it would not defend itself if it were attacked. Why, did they give it a little go at him or something? No, I think, I think they probably just, you know, like yeah, little kids were just asking him questions. Uh, well, why are you frightened of people? Would you, would you, oh no, I won't. I, yeah, I couldn't do well yeah. with that. He claimed to drink water from the stream after quote-unquote cleaning it so somehow he had a clean way of cleaning it and it gathered wild berries which it ate in a very odd manner by thrusting its head forward and somehow moving the berries backwards and forth between its eyes and then down to its mouth mate that's someone in a fucking costume is that that's what i'm sort of thinking that's really awful yeah <laughs> but they kept coming back to it i bet they did you know yeah. what were you doing to them that dirty old fucker well it <laughs> It could write in English using a pencil and paper. Upon being asked, it told the little girl that its name was Sam and that it was all colours. He's off his tits on acid yeah. or something, isn't it? This is some fucking... Well, when asked if it were human, it said it was not. When asked if it was a ghost, it reported to have answered, Well, not really, but I am in an odd sort of way. All of the questions of what it might be were answered solely with, with um, you know... That's some fucking crazy bastard dressed up as a spaceman in it. Is he living at Tip or something? Where's he living? Next to in, a stream? In, in next to a stream in, in some woods. Fucking hell. With his little so siren going all that. Oh my god, what is that? Some, I, think, I, I personally think he has had a, somebody's had a massive breakdown. Yeah. They've made themselves a mad little outfit. 
Yeah. And they're living in the woods, probably pretending to be a clown for a lot of the day. Oh and then, God. like I say, he's got his mad little shack in there and stuff with all these little coloured pencils and things like that. And he's, he's, he's little dials up. Tell you what, if there's ever, a t- you know, when you get those pitchforks and torches and you go, looking, you, honestly, you got to do it, and you got to yeah. drive him into it, see or Well, he disappeared. No, they, went, they, they went back. At, yeah. uh, last time they went back, he just got everything gone. The shack and everything had gone. I bet because someone found him. <laughs> An old yeah. man had found him. Sam. Sam, come come this way, stop doing that again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're all worried about you, Sam. Yeah. His wife's come. Get the nets. Sam, I'm Sam the clown, I'm kind of like a ghost. Get in the van, you slag. <laughs> so, oh. But then again, with approaching with more of an open mind, though, you've got to think if it was a manifestation of something extraterrestrial or strange, it was almost. Almost just using everything around it, or almost like masking, yeah, mimicking, mimicking things. Yeah, it's mimicking yeah. wood. It's little house. I mean, that could have been a spaceship for all I know. That little yeah, house. Yeah. It looks like it's all little painted on dials and things. Is that what I mean? But it, <laughs> fucking hell, that's like a bad dream. But that's just that. being very open-minded because the reality yeah. is, he's just a weirdo in a fucking clown costume yeah. in, it, in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine coming across that as a kid. What happened to them kids? You know well, I mean? the thing is, the kids. Oh, I mean, this is sort of 1973 that happened. This yeah. is nearly 50 years ago. So they're in the sort of 60s and 70s now. Yeah. Um, they have constantly stuck by this story and wow. says, no, what we said, it wasn't a real person. It was yeah. a, this was a real incident. But he, was, he wasn't the man in the costume. They said, no, it wasn't. It was this weird, weird thing. It was too weird for that. It was all, like, it nearly two metres tall. That's massive. It's just fucking... I can't get my head round no, it. Again, I suppose you know. when you're little, though, everybody looks massive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, your memory of it, if you look back at weird events when you were a kid and how you remember it, it's so not what probably happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your mind and your memory, you want to believe it, so you can... Yeah, well, I think that's a big part of it, and they weren't threatened by it, and it was just, probably to them, it just seemed a thing of wonder. You God, know? it's dark. It's fucking horrible, is that story? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the worst ones for me. All this shit, shot glasses up wheels and all the rest of it. I'm like, that one's really dark as fucking mad. Night. Isn't it? Oh, he's mad. That's the worst. Mad, mad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, little pepper. And they the, said it's a weird way of eating, but I know what he's probably trying to do with those berries. He's just gone to his head, hasn't he? Sort of thing. Mm. He's still trying to find his mouth because he can't see out of it. He's massive way, so he's. He can look at it, he's only holds these aisles, so he's slipping it down aisles and trying to get it in his gob, in these yeah. weird berries. He's fucking spraying all these berry shit everywhere. He's not eating a dirty pond water and that. <laughs> oh, God. No. It's getting me wrong, isn't it? It really is. Really yeah, is. So although I will keep an open mind about a sundown clown. My opinion of him is, I think we've, we've, we've cured that one. It's a wrong one, isn't it? Nonce. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first, guys. We've, we've solved another bossy and mystery. Nonce. <laughs> Talk about mystery solved. Um, remember was talking about the one that were up on Saddleworth Moor? Yes. The, yeah, the giant. That big giant one. And yeah. the fucking, what's his name? Old bagging up window. <laughs> <laughs> that Ian Brady. That's really stayed with me as yeah. well, mate. Well, well, 
I think I might possibly have solved part of it. All right. Because recently I've been out and about on Sandworth Moors, right? Which I normally wouldn't be hanging around places like that. <laughs> it's not a place to hang around. It's not hang around, but, yeah. but by, by, you know, I've, I've had to... I've, I do, I do a few miles these days. Yeah, you right? do, don't you? For the lighthouse, you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for the lighthouse. <laughs> Delivering the going. light. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I were up there at dark, yeah. kind of thing, you know, out and about. And one thing I sort of realised was, you know, it was the, 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 it's a strange place for a start, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was figuring, you know, as you, as you drive along. Now, this was in the 60s, this, this occurred, this, this occurrence of the guy's thing. And what he was doing, is in his little Morris Minor car. With his drive, wife. With his, with his girl. We were going to go see his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. He was sitting, he was oh, no, she wouldn't care. She wouldn't care yeah, with yeah. him. I think she, he was sort of giving her a lift home or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so to do so, he had to sort of travel across Saddleworth Moor, which isn't actually a trip he usually made. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit of a rare trip for him with that. And as he was going across, he said, he said there was like a weird glow in the sky, weird, weird clouds and things like yes, that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and suddenly out of the clouds, he says, giants were seen walking, yeah, striding yeah. across the, the, the mountains and hills there. And it completely shit him up. Yeah. But then when he... he, he Years later, he drove over again, and it happened again. He saw him again in the right. distance this yeah, time. He yeah. saw him again. Now, I've been, like I said, I've been driving around there a fair few times now, and weather just totally changes. Just like, oh, it? oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it closes in immediately. It could be baking out sunshine, and you'll sort of see it just waving. The yeah. winds are so powerful yeah, yeah. there that the, uh, the the weather just comes in in blows, seconds. Yeah, blows in right quick. And I thought, realised something that been up there sort of fairly recently. Putting down something that people might not have got used to seeing, which was these huge pylons, electricity pylons, ah. all over the malls. Now, a lot of the moorland don't have it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They've got protected areas. For some yeah. reason, they just sort of like said, oh, it's Saddleworth Sonic. Fucking full of pylons. Yeah. Everywhere you look, this map. And they're really big ones. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, it's at dark, it's at night, you've got weird weather and mists and yeah, stuff swirling around. Your headlights suddenly cast across something yeah. as you take a turn. Moonlight, in the moonlight just clouds. Light, yeah? Yeah. I, th I think he's accidentally seen. To be honest, I remember being a kid, and we, were, we went driving, probably that trip to see not to fucking damn, but um, we were driving back, and, and you know, you're trying to sleep and you're looking out a window, yeah. and the French pylons were a bit different to our pylons. Well, like a space invader, don't they? Mate, they were fucking terrifying, and they're really... You know, my memory, I kind of warp them into them being very human, you know, like giant like yeah. or mechanical kind of things that all looking at, you know, in and out of sleep. But you're out and back in the day where they're so new and that shape and just the impressive size of them in such a weird area. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Is yeah, it? I, I'm thinking that. And as well, you know, the whole thing he had was seen a load of devil worshippers and stuff like that. He yeah. might well have seen some people yeah, carrying yeah, around, yeah. but I don't think it was linked to the giants. Yeah. But yeah. then again, he might not have been. You got to remember, I think he, he, he could be a guy with just a really, really active imagination. Yeah. He just gets completely carried away with it all. Yeah. Like, I think it's once you're adrenaline, it's fucking rocky. If you're thinking, oh my God, there's giants next to me, I need to get away yeah. from them type of feeling. I think once you, your fight and fly started, I think it's very easy to fucking trip into something else, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, really I, I think so. And it's, I, mean, I don't usually like to say for 14 events or strange sightings to say, oh, it's a trick of the light or it's imagination or something. Yeah. I, I don't really, 
you know, I bet, I bet if you approach that guy and say, oh, we think you just saw electricity pylons, yeah. I think he'd be like, well, fuck off, mate, I know what I saw. Exactly. But again, we don't always know what we see. Yeah, you don't know. I don't, reality's funny. And even scientists say what we think we're looking at is your brain making yeah. it up, thinking, yeah, this is this room, I know it so well, you're not really looking at it. Again. No, I, and, and as well, I, I've been up there all sort of times of the day. I've been up there at sort of six in the morning now, I've been up there at midnight. Yeah, yeah. I've been up there just at, at the middle of the day when it's always sunny day. Those pylons still look weird. Yeah, yeah. And even then, those other roads, because everybody uses the M62 now, yeah. those other roads are just empty. Exactly. It's empty remote moors, yeah. you know, with nobody on it. God, the uh, is going to be a bit weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he might not have been used to seeing pylons anyway, because I think we felt relatively new yeah, thing with pylons yeah, of that time. Gigantic new things. Yeah, it was coincidence a bit. But it's a little bit of moonlight cloud. It could easily look like Ian Bradley banging <laughs> on your fucking window, <laughs> carrying on. <laughs> it's just really yeah, easy. Satanic <laughs> ropes yeah. with his Scottish accent, yeah. fucking screaming at you and, yeah. and all his mates. It's easy, easy yeah, mistake. It's easy mistake. Pile on, I'll mate. tell you what, you've fucking solved that, <laughs> Well done. Case solved. <laughs> That's it. Put it in the bag, lock it up, it's done. Right. Well, I, I think, I, like I said before, though, about those, I think he could have seen anything up there and, yeah, yeah. and being freaked out about it. Yeah, and he yeah. could have been a load of people just fucking around <laughs> almost. Fucking it rubs and that. But why, if you, it, right, the thing I wonder, if you're a devil worshipper, right, you yeah, want yeah. To hear, what we need is a little secret coven, right? What we'll do, yeah. we'll stand in the middle of the road. Yeah, but, but you said it's a quiet road. It is a quiet road, yeah. <laughs> How did they get there? Well, they fucking ran up, didn't they? All fucking, <laughs> on goats, they fucking rode up on goats. On Satan goats. Yeah, Satan goats. Fucking black as the night. Ian Brady, right. <laughs> He's on Black Philip. Yeah. <laughs> It is, yeah, going back and shouts out if you're having one, I'm gonna go back in time to last week about the um, is England running out of ghosts? Oh, uh, right, that, yeah. that lassie's comment, I, I'm really bad with name, and I apologize if you're listening, but your comments were fucking ace about maybe we we, we see the old ghosts because they're dressed funny, yeah, and, but really we're just walking past the, the junkie in the back that's fucking the ghost and the absolutely true. Running, running over. No, I do, I, I think this is absolutely valid, is this? Oh, you know mate, what I mean? what, yeah. When she said that, sorry, it were comments on Instagram, I was right. like, so yeah, this was a this was a really interesting comment from well, we, I won't say the full name because it's like, like oh, yeah. So, you yeah. know what I mean? We'll call her Steph. Yeah. Cheers, uh, Steph. Yeah. So, and she said, um, she's just thinking about what you said about uh, not being any modern ghosts. I think maybe there are. We don't notice them because uh, that they're ghosts because they look like they just look normal exactly. to us. Exactly. They just yeah. blend in, aren't they? Older ones who appear in the clothing of the time are more noticeable as they look out of place. Now, I think this is sort of like. Um, so in my experience, she says, seeing a ghost is not the scary thing it's made out of to be on TV or film or anything. It's just not, at, uh, and it's not just at night in creepy places, and all like they're now so often made out to be like they're not evil or demons. So they're just shadows or recordings of someone who has passed over and are the same as they were in life. That's it, pictures in the book, Danny. You know, like boot toast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like boot toast. Yeah. Well, this is. I think so. Steph, thank you very much for those yeah, comments. Yeah, well, when Instagram, I read it, yeah. I thought, God, 
Because I, I, at first I thought, shit, this is actually debunking the Holy Ghost, is this? They think we don't have modern ones. And then Steph steams in, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know what I mean, they're, they're here and we don't even know. It's could be them. more than ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that does pass down brilliantly to the Phantom Hitchhiker sort of thing, yes. where, you know, they are doing the, going through repeating the patterns of what they did before. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not, there's not an interaction. Yeah. Because it's always a constant repeat performance. Yeah, yeah. You know, otherwise they wouldn't do it. So it, it, a ghost really could be like a, just a recording. Yeah, yeah. And I think I argued the point that there was a film called The Stone... Well, did we mention this? The film yeah, called Stone Tapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where the, these recordings could be... You know, you can record anything onto sort of a certain sounds. People yeah. have picked up radio signals through the fillings in the teeth. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's certain substances which will record, you yeah, know, yeah. and they're saying, well, potentially, what about stones? Could stones record? That's cool so, shit, you know, and resonate yeah. and create, yeah. you know, something within us that's, uh, or show almost like projects some sort of like scene that's been recorded. And maybe people carve onto the rocks that have got the deep histories and deep recordings. Ooh, deep recording, that's what they are. Yeah. The ringstones, just big, big records. They're <laughs> 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 just ancient DJs. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, but that's pretty cool, is that? Thanks very much for that, Stefan. Yeah, I think it could be, there could be more ghosts around than ever. So. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we've solved more problems there. We know what another ghosts one? are now. Yeah, it's another one solved. Yeah, well, well, just come and ask ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sexy scarecrows and fucking fake robots and shit. Yeah, <laughs> got it done it all. I'll sit next to <laughs> I found in a, 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 an online sort of magazine. I follow them as well, and I, th I do believe they might, they might even follow us on uh, Instagram. And various oh, be nice. This is a, um, a thing called Spooky Isle. Oh, cool. And um, there's a paranormal author called Eddie Brazil. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a name, Eddie Brazil. Mr. Brazil to you. Oh, wow. And he's been looking into the... Um, Sex, drugs, and ghosts, rock stars, and the paranormal, which I think is the whole. Yeah, everything's good about that. He's, he's, everything's good about it. Yeah, and apparently, he's got a book out about it. So you know, I, I don't know the full name of the book, right? But if you look up Eddie Brazil and the paranormal, and you better find out sort of like some of the real things about it. Say that title again. There's so much information in one title. I've, I've forgotten half of it. Sex, drugs, and ghosts, rock stars, and the paranormal. <laughs> so that's fucking mental. It's good, isn't it? So saying like uh, Led Zeppelin is rightly considered one of rock's greatest bands, and from 1968 till the sad death of drummer John Bonham in 1980, Led Zeppelin strode the world as the uns unsayable rock giants with album sales totaling millions. Now they are, my, they they're are, just about my favourite band. Um, if you look at it though, I think they are one of the best, oh actually the best band ever. They, yeah. were, they were giants compared yeah. in Stones, everybody else. I think well I really want to get their book, their the, the, the sort of the, the definitive biography. I think it's called uh, Hammer of the Gods. Oh wow! And it's meant to be just amazing. I Basically, bet. it's all like you they know, had a jumbo fucking jet. Yeah, you they, know what they mean? toured on a jumbo jet that it they just bought. Fucking crazy! You know, they were huge and so talented. The music is just out of this world. You can play it to death in a way, but yeah, it, it, I never get bored of it. I don't. I love the. I love. Um, uh, it, I forgot where it was. It was in LA, one of the big hotels in LA, where basically it was a, a, a Robert Plant just stood on the edge of the rest of the thing, bollock naked, wow. pissing onto people below, screaming, I am a golden god. <laughs> oh, wow, like Dennis at a fucking Only Sunny in Philadelphia. I am a golden god. Oh, I've not seen oh, that. You, you want to see that show? It is 
brilliant. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Danny DeVito in it. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's oh, where it's from. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That, that's that's from, who that. he said it first. That's why, because I'm he... A golden I'm a golden god. god. <laughs> wow. Oh, I've got hairs up on my arm. That is fantastic. It says, but... Um, it was, a, it was formed by the uh, the superlative Middlesex bo uh, Bond guitarist Jimmy Page. Led Zeppelin reshaped rock music and laid down a template for myriads of rock bands who followed in their footsteps. But it wasn't only Led Zeppelin's music that would come to inspire other rock hopefuls. The mystery and aura which surrounded the group was no marketing ploy. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you know, like, obviously. Well, really. I've heard they've got into the dark arts, so we're all yeah. at it, weren't they? That's it, yeah. It says. Um, Page's interest in the cult and the works of black magician Alistair Crowley gave the band an almost mythical status which verged, many fans believe, on the paranormal. Perhaps this supernatural link was best demonstrated when the band recorded its celebrated fourth album at Headley Grange, an 18th century English manor house in Hampshire in 1971. And Jimmy recalls that the house was dank and spooky and was convinced the place was haunted. And vocalist Robert Plant and, jo and drummer John Bonham hated the brooding atmosphere of the house. One night, Page was going up the main stairs when he saw a grey shape standing on the top landing. The, gar the guitarist was certain that the apparition was not his imagination, and Page concluded that he wasn't surprised the Grange had ghosts when he learned that it had formerly been a workhouse for the poor and the insane. Oh, wowzers. So that's where Led Zeppelin IV got recorded. Jesus Christ. Wow. I think that's... that's so, I just imagine Jimmy Page you know, going up the stage with the double guitar thing, yeah, still yeah, got it on, yeah, the full yeah, outfit and makeup yeah. and shit, you know what <laughs> I mean? The never slipped character. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I I think he's he's obviously he's certainly seen a ghost. He's yeah, seen a ghost yeah. there. You know, I mean, I think he he could have done. But then oh. the, the things he was dabbling in, you know, the oh, rites really he was going through rituals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got deep dark into Alistair Crowley, yeah, sort yeah. of like dark dark master, uh, magic. Yeah, and he even he even owned his house on the, on the shores of Loch Ness. Did it? Oh, that one. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Page bought Did that. Did yeah. yeah. But the thing is, well, with Jimmy Page, he was he, when they said dabbling in the dark arts, he, he went too far apparently. Yeah, went yeah. really far, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, as well, one of the sad things is, is like it, I think it was uh, Robert Plant's son died, uh, so they're all, uh, they'd started this. They'd had a few problems, and they'd trying to get tours off the ground. They started one, like a gigantic American tour, yeah. which had been, I think, there'd been delays and cancellations and all sorts of stuff. I think actually, uh, Robert Plant had been in a car accident. Right. And he'd been injured, and he'd had to sort of like recover slowly. And when he got recovered, they said, "Right, finally, like, it's time to get going." Yeah. And while he was abroad, when he was away, he suddenly got the phone call that his his, his oh, child was ill and he died while he was away. And oh, it's, it's oh. absolutely it just tore him apart. But it was Man. drummer John Bonham was there for, for Robert Plant. He yeah. really sort of hauled him up and kept him going. Yeah. And if not, he just wanted to stop the band. He just wanted to stop the wow. band with Robert Plant. And when that happened, and uh, and but John Bonham says, "No, come on, man. It was yeah. absolute rock for him, you Fuck, know." Right? So they went back and did the tour again, and yeah. as they did the tour again, that's when John Bonham overdosed accidentally on drugs Shit. and booze, and uh, and he died, and oh that's that God. was the ending of of Led Zeppelin. You know, well, I heard like saying they dabbled that far and they got so cursed. Robert, um, it was guitarist Jimmy Page. <laughs> I do it seriously. Jimmy Page was cursed to live next door to Robbie Williams. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, and that. he won that fucking stupid. The summer he got a massive extension, and yeah. Page were like, "No, no, I'm going to call over it." And you don't fuck off, Jimmy Page. Mate, do honestly, you? I feel like burning his fucking house down. <laughs> Robbie Williams. I fucking hate it. Ah. Well, how about another little rock story then? Oh. 
So Fleetwood Mac meets the giant roadside phantom. Ooh. So night phantoms of the road are far more common occurrences than people might expect. The countless miles bands travel up and down the country en route to gigs in clapped out transit vans have resulted in many groups experiencing things they can't explain. In 1965, two members of the future superstar rock band Fleetwood Mac had their own strange encounter with a roadside apparition. Peter Green and Mick Fleetwood were then members of a little known group called the Peter Bees. The, lead, the leader of the band being Peter Bardens. Right. Following an engagement at a club in Portsmouth, England, the band was returning to London in a van driven by the fourth member of the group, David Ambrose, by way of the A3. All four were seated in the van at the front, so they used to have those long bench seats yeah, in the front of the yeah, van, so all, yeah. all the shit were in the back, all drums That's and guitars cool. rolling back, all four yeah. of the lads are there on the way back, right? It's 2.30 in the morning, right, as they're proceeding through Cobham, a place yeah. called Cobham down there. The night was clear with a few mist patches in some places along their route, and as would be expected at that hour, the neon-lit streets were deserted. As the van rounded a bend, a figure came into view on their side of the road. The group saw it simultaneously and realised it wasn't a normal person. The figure was walking along the pavement towards the van with a gaze fixed straight ahead. The group described the person as being abnormally tall, possibly over seven feet high, wearing a long Macintosh overcoat, which hung almost down to his ankles, radiating a kind of pale light. <laughs> All observed the face of the figure was that of an old man with a blank expressionless stare, <laughs> with eyes which were nothing but black sockets. His hands were down at his sides, and he seemed to be not so much as walking as gliding. God, pylon. <laughs> As a van passed, two of the group members sitting nearest to the figure screamed in terror. So unnerved with the band that at what they saw, they immediately sped away from the scene. The strange encounter later came to the attention of renowned parapsychologist George Owen, who interviewed the group. And although Owen initially considered the boys had experienced a collective, a collective telepathically relayed hallucination, possibly through rotten by tiredness. He ultimately concluded that the group had probably observed a paranormal apparition. Wow. Now, obviously, that you could say, right, it's the long Mac. Yeah. It's got, a, it's got an old man's face with holes for eyes. Could be a mask. Mm. It could be like little three little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Still on top of each other. <laughs> Just looking for a snack. Honey yeah. berries. Yeah. I Debunking a bit too much today, aren't yeah, we? That's a bit of a weird one. That I thought that was a bit, a bit of a strange. It's just one. everybody's got the same imagery of it, you know yeah. what I mean? And at night, and those you're out in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? When they're doing these gig things, you know what I mean? They're just driving fucking really far off weird place. No, it's, t it's totally true. It is, mm. you know, they're, 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 and they are, they are, they are tired. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that what the, if they're all four of them seeing the same thing, it's yeah. not, it's not a, like a hallucination. Exactly. Think, you know no, what I mean? I can, yeah. She were fit though, once not she? I don't know what it is about that. Um, Stevie Nicks? Yeah. yeah. Stevie yeah. Nicks just gets me hot. Yeah. <laughs> she gets everybody hot, doesn't she? Yeah. A dirty voice as well. It's like, oh my God. She got so far into the coke. She was really bad at yeah. That age of 17 one. God, I could tug one off listening to that song. What's that? <laughs> How's it going like? Like a... Like a Oh, oh, I know what you mean, yeah. At the age of 17. 
like some weird dove thing or something. Yeah, I, 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 I know the song you mean. I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think what album it's on. I think it's on Tusk, is that one? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I on. I thought it was a solo one, isn't I it? it might be. I yeah, don't imagine. Yeah, it's only with Dad Yeah. Cut that shit out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 they took one off of that song. The new singing is a oh really garbled lyrics. <laughs> I'm leaving all that. <laughs> 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 Am I just going to loop it? <laughs> Three and a half minutes of that. What about Alice Cooper? Whoa. Oh, right. So Alice Cooper, it was said the band. Alice Cooper obtained its name following a seance in which the group members were contacted by the spirit of a young woman called Alice Cooper. Wow. That's where they got the name from, yeah. Cool. So to christen your new rock band after a dead teenager would appear to be inviting trouble. But on the contrary, Alice Cooper and its co-founder, Vince Fournier, who also took the name Alice Cooper, have become one of America's favourite rock bands. I do like Alice Cooper though, he plays golf all the time, you know, yeah, he's still got like makeup on and shit, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's super chill, isn't he? Yeah, you know? yeah, I really like him. This is, uh, obviously they're known for the sort of like mad theatrics of something. Yeah, like that's it's almost like a horror show they're doing. Because he said it were, basically, he looked at it and thought, right, I want to burst open onto this scene, they need a bad guy, everybody loves horror at the moment, yeah. you just kind of put it together like a format, you know what I mean, and do fake executions and guillotines yeah. and all that shit, it's just such a fun theatrical show, yeah, does, you do it, it's yeah. brilliant. But it's, it's, however, if a seance and stage theatrics are tongue, tongue-in-cheek, an incident experienced by Cooper and bandmate Joe Perry, who went on to be guitarist in Aerosmith. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, in an old house in Copaic, New York in 1984, was very much shiver up the spine. Cooper and Perry were writing songs at the house, but were continually plagued by items going missing for no apparent reason. They would put things down only to find them gone the next moment. Later, the objects would be found in another part of the room. And things came to a head one night when one of the, one of the band members sat down for dinner. From the basement came the sound of furniture being moved around as if 20 people were rearranging the area. Jeez. On investigation, the basement was found to be empty. <laughs> they soon vacated the house. And Cooper was intrigued by the experience and asked the owner, his manager, Shep Gordon, what is wrong with your place? He said, what is wrong with, what's yeah, with yeah. it? And he said, Gordon explained that one night his mother had a dinner party and the table moved a foot to the left on its own. Wow. And he said, what do you think it could be? He said, I don't know, replied Gordon. Perhaps it's because the previous owner was the guy who wrote the Amityville Horror. <laughs> Shit. Can you imagine? followed it, I funneled it. Someone's going, um, fucking my terrible, terrible memory of stuff. Here the, we go. The first... <laughs> <laughs> Is it dream or reality with Benny Hooper? <laughs> it's a 50-50 split, listeners. Let's see where he goes. Uh, Foo Fighters are recorded a bit ago in a house and it were haunted. And then, the, the you know, basically they had told all the stories about it, but then they keep seeing, like, an advertisement, like they thought, oh, let's embrace this and maybe go back and do something with yeah. this. And I thought, oh, God, I wouldn't mind seeing... Well, I don't really like Foo Fighters, but I thought, yeah, I need to know fun. more if they did go back to that house or they're explaining a bit more what happened in the house. Um, before I kind of looked into it, the drummers just died as well. Yeah, it was, yeah. I just think, wait a minute, that's another ghostly tale where they ended up with a, another drummer dying. <laughs> it's true, but I mean, the thing is with um, with that drummer dying, I can't remember his name now, so it's a bit bad of me. But I say, I've never been a massive Foo Fighters fan. I love Nirvana, hate. Yeah, it just didn't do it for me. It just, yeah. it just sounded very, very standard, yeah, the Foo yeah, Fighters stuff. Yeah. But um, 
from it was it. drugs, loads of drugs. Yeah, uh, loads and of he had a massive heart, didn't he? Apparently, did from, he? yeah. I don't know if it's from all the drumming or from sort of too much excess. It's sort of like wow. booze and drugs. We sort of like him. That's what he was. The enlarged heart did for him. Mm-hmm. So poor bloke, though. Yeah, no, he was a, a good drummer, apparently. He was ace, and he always you know, like, he loved doing it. You know, when you see him, he's just <laughs> one of them drummers. He's just smiling and proper loving well, doing this it. This is one the thing I do like about the Foo Fighters is they yeah. just seem to bloody love doing rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair play to you, mate. It you is fair play to him. I always think he's a bit of a grease ball, the lead singer of the ex drummer from Nirvana. It's something a bit weird. He always falls off stages, doesn't he? He loves falling off a stage. Does he? He's done it about three <laughs> times, really hurt himself every time, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, he's just a bit giddy. Yeah, I'll just Getting off his <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, there's been a lot of, like a lot of rock and roll sort of um, spooky goings on, I think. There it is, know. yeah, that's good. I like but they that. are taking a lot of drugs. So. I know, <laughs> they're absolutely weaseled out. <laughs> <laughs> of the age of 17. Of the age of 17. At the age of seventeen. At the age of seventeen. Well, when I no, came, evil. It's been. We waited two weeks, and it's oh, it's it's time already. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought what I'd finish off on, I'd finish off on something a little bit fun, really, which is I like a little bit of Japanese folklore sometimes. Yeah, it's a bit, like yeah that yeah. kind of thing, don't we? Yeah. yeah, it's old as well, and it's all brand new, is that stuff? Yeah. So I just thought, you know, it's. Um, what do you mean it's all brand new? Well, we don't know. <laughs> no, but for us in the West, you know, we never hear anything like the Japanese stuff. It's no, really we don't different. Time, you know, yeah, so America, Europe. Even a bit of Africa is quite samey, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but Jap- Japan's always brings a little bit of uh, newness to it. Yeah, they've got a bit of a weird one. And th- this one is known as the Kappa. Oh, aye. And the Kappa is typically depicted as roughly humanoid in, fo- a humanoid in form and about the size of a child. Hmm. Their scaly reptilian skin is the colour of green or blue. But despite their reptilian features, Kappa are said to have ape-like faces and scraggly green hair. Kappas inhabit the ponds and rivers of Japan and have various features to aid them in their environment, such as webbed hands and feet. (laughs) Cool. They're sometimes said to smell like fish. (laughs) And they can certainly swim like them. The expression Kappa no Kawanaga, it means a Kappa drowning in a river conveys the idea that even experts make mistakes. So it's even even into wow, their sort of general yeah, sort of thing. You know, yeah. so Kappas are just thought of as almost thought of as real yeah, in, yeah. In, in a lot of um, Japanese folklore. So But the most notable feature is an indentation in the top of their heads that holds water and it's called a Sara. Right. This is regarded as a source of their power. So they, this cavity must be full whenever a copper is away from water and if it spills the kappa will be unable to move. God, that's fascinating. I love that. He's taking the water with him, yeah, like a little yeah. pool, a little <laughs> pond with him. And although they are inhabited, uh, they are reported to inhabit all of Japan. They're often said to be particular to the Saga Prefecture. So I don't know where that is in Japan, but it's yeah. one little area there, you know. And Japanese folklore states that the kappa can be very polite and can be disabled before it attacks by bowing. So the kappa will bow back. Oh, the water falls out. And it spills all its water, disabling oh. itself. Now, Kappa are usually seen as mischievous troublemakers. Yeah. 
Their pranks range from relatively innocent, such as loudly passing wind, <laughs> or looking at w- women's kimonos, Ooh, right, saucy. to the malevolent, such as drowning people or animals or kidnapping children. Whoa, absolutely. When cappers attack people, they often pull the person's intestines out through their anus. Oh, God, you <laughs> dirty little fish boy. In order to get a, a mythical organ called the Shirikodama, which is said to contain the human soul. Wow. What's he going to do with your soul? Who knows? What, what do you want your soul? A soul-stealing fellow. A snack yeah, for yeah. him, isn't it? Like your soul. Well, they don't need a snack because they also said to love cucumbers. All right. <laughs> and people can sometimes escape from an aggressive capper by throwing a cu- cucumber in its direction. <laughs> and they run away while it eats the cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> like you've always got one on you. Yeah? A handy cucumber. <laughs> If it's necessary to bathe in the water that a kappa lives in, it is possible to throw a cucumber into the water before entering, after which the kappa will allow you to use the water without attacking you. Wow. If somebody defeats a kappa, it may surrender, after which it will help with farming or share medical knowledge. If it is also possible to befriend a kappa by bringing it cucumbers. (laughs) (laughs) Easy please, isn't it? Yeah, which will also cause it to help in those ways. So the technique of bone setting was said to have been originally taught to humans by a friendly kappa. Wow, thank you kappa. Kappas also frequently challenge humans to sumo wrestling, which they are almost always guaranteed to win at unless a human gets them to spill the water in their head, after which the kappa is forced to retreat. Isn't it? Slap him up back at head. Yeah. Pull your undies right up. So there we have the kappa. Well, interesting little fella. Yeah, yeah. it's good, isn't it? That, you know a bit I mean? dark, isn't it? They're drowning you, Jesus I know, Christ. we want to be careful because that's mm. one thing that we're not, we're not shot of over here at Crack and Cove. We've got gr- lots of graves, we've got lots of water as well. Exactly. So you don't want one of them little fellas sculling out to Pulling come Pulling you down us. and that. No, yeah. that's too to swim again. But that does remind me, though, that it does the kappa. It reminds me of a particular creature which we will have to cover soon, which is the frogmen. Alright. So we're gonna I'm gonna try and do a special on that sometime yeah. soon, you know, because they sound really interesting, yeah. yeah. Frogman, little frog frogman. But for now I think it's time to wrap things up at Crack and Crow. It is skipper, it is. You know, so it's, we've been away for a couple of weeks, but now we're back. Yeah. We yeah. can't guarantee uh, that we're gonna constantly be able to keep up weekly all the yeah, time. Yeah, we're gonna try, it's just a time your time yeah, especially. Yeah, it's you know time, what I mean? really difficult at the moment, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So it's uh, it's we're we're trying to what we're trying to do is make it so that we can do Crack and Cove a lot more. If I can change what's happening work-wise, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll free me up um, to do more Cove. Yeah. And so buy his art and buy his <laughs> book and fucking someone fund him for fuck's sake. And if you if you are interested, it's called Hooper Liner Cuts. It's my little sideline as an artist. I'm trying to become an artist as well. Yeah. Uh, as well, you are. You, you, you want to be a paid artist. You are an artist. Yeah, you know thank what I mean? you very much, mate. You, yeah, know, so no, you can have a little look on there. Yeah, on you check out his Japanese one recently. That samurai one. Yeah. Oh, so it's fucking brilliant. Detailing. <laughs> Now, just thinking, how long, how long did it take you to do that? Uh, oh, I, I, I've not timed it for yeah. about 30 or 40 hours. Yeah, well, it's like. not bad, you yeah, know what I mean? Maybe, no, so, yeah. maybe, maybe more, but, yeah. you know. but yeah, so hopefully if I do get to be more of a full-time artist, then I can do more curve. Yeah, so it's easy, easy, nice, pretty things for your house and more curve. So buy shit, dudes! <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to have to wrap things up and get going. Yeah, back to your job. <laughs> and I'll go have a wank. <laughs> so it's a big bye-bye from Matt. Oh, you, it's, no, it's a big bye-bye from Benny. Bye-bye. There are three ways you may contact Kraken Crow.
Cove. Either by email at Podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at Cove or Instagram at Pod. Ha ha!